Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Torben the Finisher. I'm greeted this morning. Who's on the line? Good time for the morning. It's Sister Sabrina. Good morning, Sister Sabrina. Happy Triumph for Tuesday this morning. Same to you, beautiful. God bless everybody. Good morning. Money. Eva. Mary. Hello. Good morning, Yvonne. Happy Triumph for Tuesday. Hello. My name is Michael, and Terry invited me to the group. Michael, good morning to you. Welcome to the call. Good morning. How are you good doing? Morning. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm okay. Just hanging in here. Good, good, good. Welcome, Michael. Thank you. Thank, thank everybody, and God bless everybody. God bless you as well. God bless you as well. Good morning. It's pretty Patrice. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Good morning, pretty Patrice. Happy Triumphant Tuesday to you. Good morning, <laughs> sis, and thank you for all you do. I love you. I'm going on mute. Okay, love you Good too. Good morning, pretty. <laughs> Good morning. Like you too. Anyone else want to say good morning? We declare victory. Do we have any other gentlemen want to say good morning? Any other men? Any other first time callers want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Bitch, but this is Trevor and the Finisher. I'm the Greedy this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Tuesday. God bless everyone on the call. Have a great day. Hey, hey. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Friday Tuesday. Have a great day as well. Thank you. Good morning, Sister Stephanie. Just want to say good morning. Good morning, Sister Stephanie. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Good morning, it's Denise. Good morning, Denise. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Triumphant Tuesday. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Troy and the Finisher. I'm the greeted this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Anyone just join the call? I want to say hey. <laughs> good morning. This is Cynthia. Cynthia, good morning to you. Happy Triumph and Tuesday. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Anyone else? Anyone just join the call? It's the last Tuesday of August. Born into September. 
Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is True. I'm in the finish, and I'm greeted this morning. Anyone else just join the call and want to say good morning? Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get started this morning. I need everyone to please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Termina the Finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip in your walk with Christ. Continue to join us for the last week of August, where our monthly theme has been entitled Focus. Each declare will discuss how they focus to align with God's plan in order to execute the work he has planned. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today, TNT Bible Studies tonight. Prayer begins at 5.30 p.m. sharp and Bible study will, will go from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You don't want to miss the teaching from Pastor LaBelle Jones. It will definitely enrich your spirit. There is no prayer request um, submitted by the app or no spoken prayer request. But we do. But I do um, have a prayer for the three victims' family in Jacksonville, Florida. If you can please lift them up in prayer. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise, Denise, declaration, Tanya. Then we go right in closing comments, hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Denise, declaration, Tanya. Then we go right to closing comments, hosted by Declare. The scripture for this day, the scripture for this morning is Isaiah 43:2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep. They will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of His holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until it starts to come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer warrior, Denise. Everyone, please have a blessed, awesome day. And again, I want to say welcome the new caller, Michael, to the call. Have a blessed day. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Thank you. Amen. 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 Let us focus. Mm. Set our minds, our hearts, and our spirits. Uh, on the one and true and living God. Thank you. Uh, Father God, we thank you, Lord. We thank uh, you for this. We thank you for allowing us to see another day just to get it right with you, Lord. Father, we thank you for your grace and we thank you for your mercy, Father God. For we did not deserve it, but your compassion allowed us to see yet another day, Father God. You are the great all-knowing God. You are the great all-seeing God. You are King of kings and Lord of lords. You are magnificent and majestic. You are the great I am, Father God. And on this Tuesday, we continue to stay in prayer and focus on your promise. 
your promise to us to never to leave us nor forsake us, that you will be with us until the end of time. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for your promise that you will supply each and every need that we may have, Father God. And that need is not just financial, Father God, but that need will be a word from you on today, Father God. That need will be peace, Father God, for those that need peace on today, Father God. That need, Father God, is joy for those who are lacking joy on today, Father God. We thank you in advance. We thank you, Father God, for filling the need of strength that those of us who need strength on today, Father God, we thank you in advance for that. We thank you for being in the midst of our storms with us. We thank you for just being there and allowing us to come out of the boat and walk on water, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for, for giving us the strength and the power to tell the storm to be peaceful and still father god so we could continue to have dominion because you gave us dominion over all things father god and over all situations father god we put before you the families and the victims of the uh, jacksonville shooting and other uh situations that are going on across this land, Father God. We put before you those who are hurt, Father God, those who are, are labor and, and are heavy laden on this morning, Father God. You said to bring all those cares, all those worries, all those concerns to your feet, and we're bringing it to you now on today, Father God. We thank you in advance for hearing our prayer on today, Lord. And as we continue throughout this month, focusing on on who you say we are, Father God. We are reminded that we are a chosen generation on today, Father God. We are a royal priesthood on today, Father God. You created us, Father God, simply to give you glory on today, Father God. You created us to be the head and not the tail on today, Father God. You created us to declare your work in this land, Father God. You created us to be the ones that you promised hope a future and a and a and and to be prosperous in this land, Father God. You are the one that gave us the strength to be courageous in this land, Father God. On this day, Father God, you are the one that gave us power. Father God, on today, Father God, thank you, Father God, for giving us power, love, and a strong mind on today, Father God, for we are your children, Lord. We thank you, Father God, because you are the one that gave us your only begotten son, Father God, so we may live and have life more abundantly, Father God. We thank you, Father God, and we recognize Jesus on this morning, Father God. We recognize Jesus to be the bright and morning star on this morning. We recognize him, Father God, to be the lily of the valley, Father God. We recognize him this morning to be our defender and our intercessor, Father God. We recognize him this morning, Father God, because he is the one whose name commands focus, Father God, because at his very name, the name of Jesus, every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that he is Lord. So that means regardless of the situation, regardless of our health issues, regardless of our financial issues, regardless of our family issues, Father God, at the very name of Jesus, that they must bow, those situations must bow. And so we thank you on today, Father God. We thank you, Father God, because of your name, we will give you praise today, Father God. 
we will give you praise because that is what you created us for. The scripture simply says that everything that has breath, praise the Lord. And so as we take our phones off of mute this morning, Father God, we will lift up your name, Father God. We will give you praise on this morning. Join in with me, declare victory, and give our Lord praise, Father God. We thank you for your forgiving heart, oh God. Thank you for your new mercies this morning, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah for your unmerited favor, oh God. Lord, thank you for watching over us and sending our angels around about us as we slept on the dwelling Thank you. Hallelujah for our roof of our
and the phone number and ask them to jump on, but tell them to make sure they mute their phone. Um, uh, after we, just for the sake of anybody that's new on the call, I'm so glad my little brother Mike is on the call this morning. But for anybody else, just just so that you understand the 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 um the culture and the structure, um, I'm going to give the declaration or my heart share what God has given me. After that, we're going to open the call up so that people who called in late have a chance to we have a chance to greet them. That's really really important to us because we want people to feel loved. And then we're gonna open the call up for any questions or comments that are related to the topic. We just need everybody to be kind of short with their questions or their statements. I hope that makes sense. I'll state it again uh, after after I finish my heart share. You know, last week I taught, um, uh, last I think last Wednesday, the, August the 23rd, I talked about three women. Um, Esther, found in the book of Esther, was predestined to save her people from genocide. Um, she almost blew her assignment because of fear. Can anybody identify with that? You don't have to raise your hands or you don't have to say me because I can't see you no way. But Unk checked her real, real hard and she got it together. She called on courage and determination and then she created a strategy. She came up with an action plan. How many know that faith without works is dead. Again, don't raise your hand. Don't say me, 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 because I can't hear you and I can't see you. Hannah was found in, who found, her story is found in um, the book of First Samuel and uh, chapters one and two, which is in the Old Testament. Um, she had a stigma of being barren. In other words, she could not have children. And back in those days, um, I don't know why, and I'm not, I promise I won't go on a tangent, but men blamed women if they couldn't get pregnant, for real. <laughs> and sometimes they were, sometimes it was them, they couldn't get pregnant, but it's just as men, some, sometimes it was the men too, you know, low, low counts of certain things that are needed in order to make a baby. Anyway, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, she was consistently antagonized from her husband's other wife, Penina, and it exasperated her. Um, so she, she, she started to pray. She, you know, she lost weight. She was depressed. The girl was depressed at the end of the day. I'm not even going to try to make it pretty. I don't need to because people, maybe even some people on this line deal with depression. It's a real thing. Um, denying it does not make it go away. And so she was depressed. She couldn't eat. The Bible tells us if you read the story, I want to suggest that you read that story too about Hannah. Uh, again, first Samuel the first chapter and the second chapter found in the Old Testament, it describes some of the symptoms that she was having, having, and today we understand that that was depression. Can you imagine being depressed behind not being able to have a child? Yes, there are absolutely some women who deal with that. But she finally went to worship, and she went to God, and she bribed God with a promise to give her baby back, her baby boy back. If, if he would just bless her with a son. And then there was me, Tanya, not Tanya. I'm found in the San Francisco Bay, sometimes in the East Bay too. Uh, my son's health was threatened due to stage four cancer when he was only 24, I think he was 24 years old. Um, God gave me a seven word phrase that I, that I held on to for dear life. It was, this is about his yes to me and i'm telling you i ate it for breakfast lunch and dinner when i couldn't eat no food because my stomach was in knots all the time 
I, I held on to that word. That was my assurance. I didn't entertain doubt. I put my game face on every day before arriving at the hospital, and I postured myself to fight anybody or anything that looked like failure. These three women had one thing in common. Can you guess what it is? Don't take your phones off mute. Don't tell me. Don't say it out loud. Well, you could. I can't hear you anyway because you're on mute. It was focus. All three of us had focus. F-O-C-U-S. Esther's focus empowered her to challenge death. Hannah's focus empowered her to give life. Tanya's focus empowered her to withstand the fire without being burned. How is it that these women remained focused? That's a good question. They refused to allow distractions like doubt, fear, uncertainty, internal noise, and external noise to kill their assignment. Hey, 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 pay attention. Stay focused. When we aren't paying attention, it's easier to be manipulated into losing, you got it, focus. Here's a subject change. Uh, but and I forgot to give you the disclaimer. I will go all I will go around the corner, down the hill, back up the street on the other side, down an alley just to get across the street. So don't worry, I know exactly where I'm going because I'm you got it, focused. Subject change. Around I was about 40 years old. It became difficult for me to read small print, for example, on my cell phone, on my computer screen or whatever. It, it was hard for me to focus. At times, I would squint to see the words. And then finally, I got tired of squinting, and I went to the eye doctor, and he was like, you need reading glasses. Okay, cool. You know me. I went and picked out some designer glasses. I think my first pair was Coach, uh, was a Coach, and then another pair was Prada, and then you know whatever. I had health insurance, so it paid for most of it. Anyway, uh, I needed reading glasses. Can I get a witness? I will never forget how excited I was once I got my glasses because I could focus on small objects without squinting and getting a headache. Several years later, I started to experience blurred vision, and um, driving at night became challenging. Um, I would see spots in front of in, in front of me that that weren't there. Um, I, I had to watch TV with the lights on, um, or at least a lamp. I could not watch TV in the total dark. Every and I think today is probably a habit now. I don't have to, but it's more of a habit. Every light socket in my house was equipped with a 100 watt bulb. So I could see. I kept it 100. You hear me? It turns out I had aggressive cataracts in both eyes, which were removed um, in October 2018. I will never forget the day after surgery. Um, after um, uh, yeah, the day after surgery, and when I got up, everything was brighter. I literally woke up, and I thought the, somebody had left the light on. I just, my, I thought my late husband had left the light. I was like, why would he, why would he leave the light on? He know I'm sleeping. It was not that. It was, it was like a veil was lifted from my eyes. I'm still talking about focus. I saw dust and cobwebs and nooks and crannies of my house that were previously hidden to me because of the cataracts. I could read without glasses. I could drive at night without fear. But most importantly, I could, guess what? Focus. Here's another subject change. 
May I ask you a question? Don't answer. Keep your phone on mute. Why is it so cotton-picking easy for human beings to focus on the negative? Can somebody answer that question? Don't take your phone off mute. Some people do a better job at this than others. They have fine-tuned the skill of negativity. Not you, but people you know, like Negative Ned, Debbie Downer, Anxious Annie, Worrisome Wilbur, and you get the picture. Prolonged negative focus swings the door wide open for angry Arthur and bitter Betty. They don't just stop by. They bring their personal items and move in regardless of whether you have the capacity for them or not. Where do they come from? Anger City. (laughs) You didn't know it was Anger City? I just made that up because, you know, I like to do that. A joyful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. That's found in Proverbs 17 and 22. Oh, yeah, I'm going to give you some words. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Listen, listen. Praying, fasting, crying, fussing, and even cussing have no long-term effect on them. They're not bothered at all. They'd be like, oh, okay, whatever. And they stay right where they are. The negativity may take a hiatus for a day or two, but they come back. And sometimes they come back with company. Do you hear me? And they ain't even paying no rent. They ain't bring no toilet paper. They ain't bring no paper towels. They ain't bring no chicken. Nothing. They just show up. Let's drill down a bit more about focus. Experts allege there are 15 ways to improve your focus when engaged on a task or a project or something like that. Um, you, it, so here they are. It, it, eliminate distractions. Reduce multitasking. Practice mindfulness and meditation. Get more sleep. Choose to focus on the moment. Take a short break. Connect with nature. Train your brain. Exercise. Listen to music. Eat well. Set a daily priority. Create a workspace, use a timer, and switch tasks. These are things that you can do to ensure that you remain focused. Here's a Tanya, not Tanya. Here's a <laughs> Tanya, not Tanya moment. Some of y'all felt some kind of way when I mentioned mindfulness and meditation. It's okay. I want to. I want you to help. I want you to understand something. The enemy has perverted mindfulness and meditation by enticing people to empty their minds. Let me say that one more time. The enemy, because you know the enemy cannot create anything. He is a copycat. The enemy, Satan, Lucifer, the devil, whatever you want to call him, the enemy has perverted mindfulness and meditation by enticing people to empty their minds. However, this is contrary to the word of God, which says, this book of the law, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. 
That's found in Joshua 1 and 8. I'm going to take a Selah on that right quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't ever feel like, um, you know, it's a, it's, you know, don't, don't, don't hyper spiritualize or uh, um, mindfulness and meditation. This originally came from God himself. This is God in this scripture, Joshua 1 and 8. This is God speaking to Joshua, giving him instructions, telling him how he can be prosperous. Y'all think y'all got to get out there and grind and do all this other stuff. I'm t- the book, <laughs> it's, the word said, let me read it again. The book, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Somebody say good success, but don't take your phone off mute. How do we meditate? That's another good question. So here, let me tell you what I do. Um. I'll quiet myself, um, and I will turn off anything, <clears throat> excuse me, turn off anything that may distract me. I'm going to put my phone on do not disturb or put it on vibrate or airplane mode, whatever I got to do. The television is not on unless I'm playing some worship music or some soak music. I come in my room, I close my door, and if necessary, I will even put my um, my uh, my Beats headphones on so that I can cancel all the external noise. But then I have to quiet myself. So I have to I have to make I have to I have to command my mind. That's how I'm mindful. Command I'm mindful of what I think about. I hope you guys are getting this. I'm mindful about what I allow in my mind. I'm mindful about um uh my I, you know, I'm a planner, I'm a detailer, so I'm always thinking about something. I have to tell myself, be quiet, be quiet, be quiet rest. And I may even lay down so that I can become mindful, pay attention to my breathing. Sometimes I will um, take deep breaths just to settle myself. And then another thing that I will do is, is that I will find a scripture that grabs my attention, like it jumps off the page, or perhaps if there's a scripture that I want to commit to memory. So for example, if I was going to use this scripture here, uh, no, I won't use this one. I'll use the other one up here um, that I that I said earlier about the drying up of the bones. Um, the faith without works is dead. I'll use that one. So, so I would I would thought, what is faith? I would ask myself, Tanya, what is faith? You know, I may say it out loud. I may I may I may just say it in inwardly, right? But Tanya, what is faith? Faith is I know it's 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 the evidence of things that we hope. I mean, excuse me. Faith is the substance. The substance. It's things that I hope for. Um, it is it is things that will come to pass because God will bring it to pass. So then I then I what is work? Work means that I got to take some kind of action, and I know that dead is is dead. You know it ain't nothing. It's dead. It's decaying. It's dying. It's stinking. It rots. So I don't want any part of that to be a problem. I'm having a conversation with myself, meditating on the scripture, and then I may just continue to quote it. Faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. Faith without. I'm muttering it out loud. I'm not screaming it out loud. I'm not yelling it out loud, but I'm until, until, until I'm done. 
right? That's Those are some things that you could, that's what I do. That's my method. Now, you may come up with a different method for meditating, but that's that's my recipe. That's my, my recipe. That's my recipe. Okay. All right. So, okay. I've moved up and I'll, here's my place again. Um, and, and, and one of the reasons that I, it's important that we read the word of God out loud is, is because of this. This is how I, this is how I perceive it. Um, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's actually a scripture. I forgot to get it. Rochelle, if you get a minute, can you get it and text me? Um, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And I think it goes on to say, but how can the people hear except the preacher preach the word? That's what you're getting this morning. This preacher right here is preaching the word to you without stomping, sweating, and spitting. I'm just giving it to you like he's giving it to me. And so when you speak out loud, like right now I'm talking, I'm the only person talking. Thank you for keeping your phones muted. I'm the only person talking. You guys are focused on what I'm saying. You're focused. Some of you may be sitting on the edge of your bed or sitting on the edge of your seat or or looking at the phone as if you could see me because you are so focused. But when I hear myself talk, I'm also hearing the word. When I hear myself read the scripture, I'm also hearing myself read the word of God. So it's building up my spiritual man. And once my spiritual man is built up, my soul can be built up as well because my spiritual man now outweighs my soul and my spiritual man can command my soul. What is your soul? Your mind, your will, and your emotions, your spiritual, you you strengthen literally. um, Think about yourself being at the gym, lifting, you know, dumbbells or I don't know the name of those other machines that they lift and the guys have a bar and they have a spotter and they add more weight and the spotter is there to help them in case the weight gets too heavy. Um, and they doing their squats or they're doing their bench presses or whatever they're doing, right? Imagine, imagine your, thank you, sweetie. Imagine yourself, imagine yourself being built up in your most holy faith. Can you find that one too? Built up in your most holy faith simply by reading the word of God out loud. And if you have a problem understanding what you're reading, look it up in a different version. Just Google the scripture. Look it up in it if you don't if you don't have a Bible app. Oh, go get your download a Bible app. U version is what I use, but there are many. Um, and read it in a different version until you get it. Right. Anyway, I don't I don't want to focus on that because I want to get to the heart of the lesson. Um, and that scripture um, that I didn't have the verse for um, was oh, now I forgot what scripture it was. It was Romans ten and seventeen. Just in case you were taking notes, whatever one I asked Rochelle to get for me before. All right, we can talk about it in the um, love, life, and victory portion. When we read the word audibly. It's difficult for the enemy to counteract what you're reading or to distract you. That's another reason why we want to read out loud. Anyway, think about each word, like I said, create scenarios that align with the word, then rinse and repeat. Just do it over and over and over. Command your mind. Nope, I'm not focusing on that. No, you go to hell where you came from. It ain't happening today. I'm not biting. I'm not doing none of that. We're going to be focused. Did I throw you off when I said you, with your religious self, when I said, nah, go to hell where you came from? Where do you think doubt, fear, anxiety, um, frustration, where do you think that stuff come from? You think it come from heaven? You, you, you think you created it? Well, you, 
you, the seed was planted and the seed came from the anyway, anyway, whatever. The seed came from the enemy, anyway, whatever. Back to focus. Today, I want to focus on one more biblical character. His name is Saul, which means prayed for. He was born a Roman citizen. Um, thank you. Um, uh, I want to read you this scripture um, before I go to my character. But you, dear friends, must build each other up in your most holy faith. Pray in the power of the Holy Spirit and await the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will bring you eternal life in this way. You will keep yourself safe in God's love. That's found in Jude 1, 20 through 21. Okay, I talked about building up your most holy faith. All right, let's get back to focus. And I mentioned the character um, that we're going to talk about today. His name was Saul. And Saul means prayed for. He was born a Roman citizen to Jewish parents that were, of, um, uh, that were in Tarsus. And Tarsus is located in eastern, modern eastern uh, Turkey today. Um, uh, Saul was uh, an authentic Hebrew. Um, and his ancestry from, was from the tribe of Benjamin, ironically, the same as King Saul, who was the first king of the Jews. Um, often Paul is referred to as a Jew's Jew because he um, completed all of like he was committed. He was absolutely 100 uh, percent a devout Jew. He completed all the rituals for a Jewish boy, like he was circumcised on the eighth day. He began studying the Torah at or about, about or around the age of six, and the Torah is the first five books of the Bible, which are Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Is that five? Yeah, that's five. Saul studied with, I should have looked the name up, Gamaliel, 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 a Jewish rabbi and a member of the Sanhedrin court. So these were, this was, um, this man, this Jewish rabbi, Gamaliel, um, was a high rank. The, the Sanhedrin was a high-ranking uh, court for the Jewish people. They um, studied the law, they argued the law, and they passed. That they created more laws and added on to whatever. That's a whole other story. Somewhere along the way, though, Paul found time to become a tent maker. So he had a skill. At the appropriate age, he became a very, very devout Pharisee. Um, how can I equate that? So a devout Pharisee would be somebody that is like you have some of these religious characters who feel like not characters, religious people who you may have even you may even know some. They they live their law by rule. Um, they live there, and that's how they see God, and that's how they project God on other people. You can't do this. You can't do that. Ooh, that's a sin. Ooh, this is a sin. Okay, stop it. Have a seat. Go somewhere and sit down. That's not how I portray God. God is a God of love. He is a God. He loves us. Do you not know that you are the beloved of God? What does that mean? That means that God loves you. Somebody do this for me. I want you to lift your right hand or your left hand, whichever one is free. And I want, to, I want you to put it over your heart. Can you do that for me? Can you put it over your heart? Listen to me. God loves you passionately. He will do anything that is necessary to get your attention. He will do whatever is necessary 
to keep you, prove his love to you, to demonstrate how special you are to him. And not just you, but to everybody on this call, to everybody that will listen to this playback, and everybody in the whole world. God loves us. All right. Um, Saul, um, um, he, he was so committed, though. Here's the thing that trips me out. He was so committed to his religious beliefs that he was going to make people live the law. He was going to make people deny Christ. He was going to, and if you didn't, I'm going to kill you dead. Listen, Saul led the charge to persecute Jesus followers in Jerusalem and Judea. So um, just to give you some context, Saul came on the scene probably about 30, maybe 40 years after Jesus had been crucified and resurrected. And so at the time, the Jews, the, the apostles and those followers began spreading the gospel. What is the gospel? The gospel is the good news that Jesus died for our sins, but he has been resurrected and he lives within us today. And we now have access to eternal life. Okay. So, so Saul didn't just harass these people. He was extremely violent towards them. So, so let me take a pause right here. If you think for one second that the things that you did, the lifestyle that you led prior to knowing Christ is so bad that God could never forgive you, honey child, please stop it. Have several seats and understand this. If you understood the story, Paul was a terrorist. Paul was a terrorist. He didn't do drive-bys. He did walk-bys. He walked up on people and he began to persecute them. And he had free reign. He literally had a letter from the high priest that gave him permission. He He was a car carrier. He gave him permission to persecute Jesus followers. That would have been me and you if we were living back in those times. And he went on a hunt for, he hunted for them. All right. I don't want to get, so so now let's talk about, let's talk about his conversion though, because he got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Saul was hell bent on persecuting the Jesus followers, not because they were criminals, lawbreakers or anything similar, but because they were believers. In other words, they had different religious beliefs than his. I want to ask you a question. Don't take your phone off mute. How much concentration, hatred, and focus does it take to persecute nonviolent people who believe differently than you? We're going to take a sailor on that. And it wasn't just men that he persecuted. Families, which may have children. If he didn't, he persecuted. Maybe he didn't persecute them, the children, the babies, um, physically, but it definitely would have been exactly because they would kill people. Things. However, Jesus had a plan for Paul. Spurred it on the what? Oh, can you? Just let me know. Um, Saul's treatment of the Jews 
was horrific. Um, like, I, like I said, he persecuted both men and women. Um, Saul, Saul's heinous acts were so bad that it got heaven's attention. I imagine Jesus telling the Father, our God in heaven, that he would handle personally rather than one of his ministry spirits. Jesus stops his heavenly business and ironically, listen to this, blinds Saul while he's en route to continue mayhem among the Jewish followers. Saul didn't just have blurred vision. He was hated. Wait one second. On um, on the landline, if you just do Okay. Okay. Yeah, we can hear you now. Okay. Is can you guys hear me now? We can hear you now. Okay, I'm so sorry. Can you tell me where I left off? Hello. Can somebody tell me where I left off, Rochelle? Hello? Okay, but you can hear me, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, thank you. Um, persuade. I don't know where persuade is. <laughs> um, persuade. Um, uh, Rochelle, I was talking about persuade. Uh, I'm so sorry, y'all. It ain't nothing but the devil. It was getting good, wasn't it? Um, I'm just going to go back to... Huh? Persecute. Okay, 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 okay. So, so, so Saul was a persecutor, and he was intent on um, he was intent on persecuting the Jews because he believed he was right. You know how how much we love Jesus, and how how much we believe that He is our Lord and our Savior, and that we you know if we repent of our sins that He forgives us. That's how convicted Saul was about his belief that these Jews were practicing a false religion. These not these Jews, but the the Jesus followers who happened to be Jews were um, were um, practicing a false religion, and he was going to change them. Um, and so I, I think I got to the point where he was 
he was hell-bent on persecuting them, not because they were criminals, lawbreakers, or anything similar, but because they were believers. In other words, they had different religious beliefs. And so my question was, how much concentration, hatred, and focus does it take to persecute nonviolent people who believe differently than you? Saul's treatment of the Jews, of the Jesus followers, was horrific. I think I, I hopefully heard me when I said earlier that he persecuted not just men, but men and women. And um, even if he didn't persecute their children, they were persecuted indirectly because they were impacted by what they saw. Because he didn't just take them away and persecute it. I'm sure some of them he persecuted in the street and some of them perhaps he took away and he tortured. But so that means that if their children saw it, they were impacted adversely. Saul's heinous acts were so bad that it got heaven's attention. I imagine Jesus telling the Father, our God in heaven, that he would handle Saul personally rather than sending an angel. Jesus stops his heavenly business and ironically blinds Saul while en route to continue mayhem among the Jesus followers. Saul didn't just have a blurred vision. He didn't just have blurred vision. He became incapacitated with blindness. Here's a Tanya, not Tanya, Tanya moment. For years, I believed that God changed Saul's name to Paul. Why? Well, my justification was God changed Abram's name to Abraham. Um, God changed Sarai's name to Sarah, and he changed Jacob's name to Israel. When and why was Saul's name changed to Paul is the question. Well, uh, it wasn't. <laughs> His name is Saul Paul, like Marcus Aurelius, like um, that was a custom in that time to give give someone to call someone by we call it a middle name. So my name is I shouldn't even tell y'all this, but my name is Nadine. So sometimes people call me Nadine, but most of the time people call me Tanya. Some smart Alex try to call me Tammy, but don't pay attention to them because that's not my name. My name is not Tanya either. I know it sounds like I'm going on a rant. I'm not. I'm just digging at some folks. <laughs> but anyway, his name he used both names. And I personally, I don't have a scripture to confirm this. I personally believe that once he was converted, once he was, um, he, he found Jesus, once he saw the light physically and spiritually, he made a decision. He wasn't going to go by Saul anymore. He made a decision that he wasn't going to go by um, by that name because it, it was associated to all that wickedness that he did. You know, maybe he went by Smurf back in the day, but now he called himself Mike. Maybe maybe she went by uh, Renee back in the day, but maybe she called herself Bernetta now. You know what I'm saying? You know, when we want to make a change, sometimes we don't want to be associated with that old lifestyle. Uh, and so we um, use a different name. And how do you know that, Tanya? Well, the Bible says, then Saul, who also is called Paul, filled with the Holy Ghost, set his eyes on him. On who? On Jesus. That's found in Acts 13, 19. I'm wrapping it up. Do you know that it is possible to behave so poorly that your conscience is seared and you become blind to your reckless, immature, ungodly behavior or your ungodly actions? Did you know that that's possible? You could become just as blind as Paul was. I'm going to give you some words. This is found in John 14, 37 through 40. It says, even though he had performed all these miracles in their presence, they did not believe in him. 
so that what the prophet Isaiah had said might come to come true. Lord, who believed the message we told? To whom did the Lord reveal his power? And so they were not able to believe because Isaiah also said, God has blinded their eyes and closed their minds so that their eyes would not see and their minds would not understand and they would not turn to me, says God, for me to heal them. Again, that's found in John 14, 37 through 40. Here's another one. The Lord says, I will bring such disasters on the human race that everyone will grope about like someone blind. They have sinned against me, and now their blood will be poured out like water, and their dead bodies will lie rotting in the ground. That's found in Zephaniah 1 and 17. So in both these scriptures, both sets of scriptures, John and Zephaniah, Zephaniah is found in the Old Testament, John is found in the New Testament, which means there's balance. God did it in the Old Testament, and he did it in the New Testament. God blinded these people. It wasn't the devil. He blind. Why would he blind? Why would God do something like that? Because they refused to obey. They refused. God gave them order. He gave them instruction. He gave them what to do. And they refused to be obedient. They refused to apply the word of God in their lives. So God caused them to be spiritually blind. They could. They didn't even know what they were doing was wrong. They believed it was true, like Paul did. That's how some of us, not you on the call, some of the people you know, you wonder how in the world are they doing this, that, and the third, and some more. They are blinded to sin. I'm going to give you a scripture on that, too, in a minute. Let's talk about Paul's conversion, Saul's conversion a little bit more. Paul changes his life's lens. In other words, he changes his focus. Once he had that conversion, he was blinded. He was blind for three days. You guys know the story. Um, and it, it was like scales were on his eyes. The scales were removed from his eyes. Um, he was healed. He could see again. He spent three years in Arabia, um, I believe, for the Holy Spirit. Sometimes, you know, God got to set you aside, set you, set you, sit down somewhere and get this word. I'm going to teach you myself. Sometimes it's, it's for several years. Sometimes it's for a decade or maybe almost two so that you can get rooted and grounded in what God has you so you can identify your purpose and not be distracted by all the things that are on the outside. Maybe he'll have you laying flat on your back in order for you to get this lesson. Do you hear me? Hello, pay attention. You're not focusing. That's why you're in the position that you're in because I need you to get it. I need you to understand it. Saul spends three years in Arabia then he goes back to Damascus to preach about Jesus, the Messiah. Imagine the focus required to preach about the very Jesus that he hated. <laughs> Imagine, how, how does that happen? It's a God thing. He irritates the people of Damascus and must run for his life while, while there because the people were going to persecute him. Oh, the irony. Paul arrives at Jerusalem and he meets the other apostles. Mind you, he had not met any of the other apostles, the 12 and all of the other apostles. He had not. He had been away in Damascus and Arabia all this time, and he didn't have the advantage of being around them. But can you imagine the focus that it took for the disciples, the apostles, to believe that Paul, that, that Paul had been converted? I don't know about you, but I would have been suspect. <laughs> but the Holy Spirit revealed to them. He had someone to vouch 
for him. He had, um, I forget who it is. I can't think of the name right now, but he had someone who had followed his life, who had been with him, who had helped to even mentor him to let him know, no, brothers and sisters, I want you to know that he's genuine. Okay. I'm promised I'm getting ready to, 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 um, to end, uh, to end this. We're at the end. Paul became even more focused on sharing the gospel than his old life of persecuting the believers. He was so focused, he was willing to endure persecution. For the Lord God will help me, therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like a flint, and I know that I shall not be ashamed. That's found in Isaiah 50 and 7. If you didn't know, flint is a sedimentary rock consisting of microscopic, nearly undetectable crystals of the mineral quartz. Some of the uses of flint are um, like for starting fires, um, to make tools, to create gems, and for making weapons. I'm sure Paul made mistakes along his journey, but he was so focused on building the kingdom of God that he didn't allow failure, mistakes, disappointments, etc. to deter him. Paul was so grateful for a new life in Jesus that he was willing to die. Let me ask you another question. How focused on you are you on your objectives? I mean, by about building the kingdom and by serving God. That's it. That's all I got for you today. My name is Tanya, not Tanya, and I approve of this declaration. We're going to transition now and open the call up for love, life, and victory. But before we do that... We're going to allow anybody that called in late, you didn't get a chance to say good morning, and uh, you'd like to do so. We're not going to ask questions yet, but just if you want to say good morning, and I want to open the call to these three categories first. Any of our men that are on the call that have not said good morning yet, any of uh, any first-time callers you haven't said good morning yet, uh, or anybody that has been calling for a minute but you haven't um, allowed us, you're a first-time speaker, you haven't allowed us to officially greet you, you haven't allowed us to officially love on you. That's the second category. And then the third category will be a free-for-all once those two groups go first. So the call is open. Any brothers on the call that want to say good morning? Hey, y'all, 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 y'all. Let morning, me see. Is is this Eric by chance? <laughs> Good morning, Eric. <laughs> Good morning. Love you. Love you too. Any other brothers on the phone want to say good morning? Yeah, good morning. Marv checking in this morning. Hey, Marv. Good morning. I heard another brother. Good morning, Tanya. It's Michael. Hey, Mike. Good morning. And, and Any first time caller. Yeah, yeah, we we're so happy you're here. We're so happy you're here. Thank you very Any, much. You're welcome. Any other brother? Uh, say it again. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, we want you to stay here too, Mike. All right. Um, let me okay. move on to anybody. Any other brothers want to say good morning? All right. Any first time callers, male or female? First time callers? You've never. This is your very first time calling. It's Michael again, my first time calling. Okay, Michael. We got you. Any any other any other um okay, we're gonna open it up. First time speakers, anybody who's called in before, you've never um you know never allowed us to show love to you. All right. It's open. Anybody wanna say good morning, good morning, good morning? 
Good morning, it's Sunshine. Hey, Sunshine. Good morning, Mom. Your great decoration. Hey, Mom. Good morning. Good morning. This is Rone. Good morning, Rone. Is this Rone, Rone? Yes, I can you. Rone, oh my God! Good morning, sweetie. It's good to hear you. I'm great. I'm I'm even better now that I heard you. Oh, uh, thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Uh oh, I heard two people. Was that Diane? Renee. Oh, Renee. Okay, Renee. Um, R- Renee, peace and blessings, Renee. Peace and love, yes, ma'am. Oh, peace and love, yes. And then who was that other person? It was Sister Tracy. Good morning. Oh, I thought so, Tracy. Good morning. Good morning, sweetie. Good morning, it's Gigi. Hey, Gigi. Good Good morning, morning, Gloria. I heard Glorious. Good morning, and who else? Juanita. Hey, Juanita. Anybody else? Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Thank you for all your help this morning. <laughs> You're welcome. I want to say hi to Rone too. That's Wide Circle, Rone. Hi, Rone. It's Didi, uh, Dion's cousin. I mean, Dion's cousin. Nice to hear you. You know Rone. Hi. How are you? <laughs> yeah, girl. She she got a powerful Ford in her mouth too. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Anybody else want to say good morning before we dive into love, life, and victory? Okay, so um, I know y'all be y'all being shy today, or y'all moving around or something. But anyway, anyway, does anybody have a question on the topic on anything that we discussed this morning, or did anybody have an aha moment? Or did anybody need clarity on anything that I said? And just as a reminder, if you do want to make a um, if you do want to make a comment, go ahead and go ahead and state state it briefly, and then put your phone back on mute so we don't hear the noise. And and I'll address your statement or your question. Is there anybody that um, falls in that category? Top of the morning. Can you hear me? I can hear you, Sister Sabrina. Oh, okay, Tanya. Um, good morning. I had an aha moment. What I heard this morning is God say, um, stay focused. Um, cause I went to the hospital yesterday, um, and he was telling me to sit down, you know, sit down, um, and listen to me, Sabrina, peace, be still. Cause I was so overwhelmed. And I had a lot of um, anxiety and stress going on. And so I just want to say thank you. It was a beautiful declaration. And I just want to say I love the love that's here on Declare Victory. And that's all I have. And God bless everyone. And have a happy, beautiful Tuesday. I'm thank going you. On you. Okay. Thank you, sweetie. God bless you. God bless you. Anybody else have a comment, a question, or need clarity? Y'all quiet this morning. 
Did I step on your toes? <laughs> Y'all really quiet, but you know what? Thank I'm not going to be. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is this my right. Didi Grace? It it sure is, darling. I'm at the I'm at my place of worship and purpose. <laughs> I really got stuck when you said Paul and Saul, you know, because I always thought his name was changed too. I never thought about it the way you um shared it. So I thank you for that and I thank you for even using your vision um as the focus. Like, you know, I always share how I suffered with ocular migraines for the majority of my life. And thanks be to God that I haven't had one. Really had that since like 2015. What are we in, 2023? Because I stopped focusing on things that was um, not good for me. You know, negativity and just changing a lot of things. But I also learned to focus, really focus on the word of God more, to understand the word. And when you talked about meditate on the word day and night, it may not look like it to a lot of people that I really do meditate on this word, but I really do. And just this morning, um, one of the older teachers, she said, you, I have watched you. Your patience level is so, like, you're, you're grown. Like, you're really growing with things that that used to make you pop off. Now you just hum your little song and <laughs> you just walk on off because I know my focus is changing. I know I'm I'm just growing so I love you, sister, and I know you being in my life has really made my focus grow, too, if that makes sense. Love you. Thank you for your share. Oh, thank you, Dee, Dee. I love you, too. Anyone else want to share? All right. I'll tell you what. Oh, okay. Um, Go ahead. I just really want to say thank you for your declaration this morning. Um, everything um, definitely... Uh, you know, you're teaching and um, educating um, while you're, you know, speaking on the word. So um, I appreciate that. And definitely I did get a lot out of it. Um, one of the things with me sitting um, so long from since my surgery, I haven't been back to work. And so, you know, now I, I'm, I'm a little bit more focused because it's getting close to a year. And I'll say that it has, you know, listening to all the declares and what's being said. And one of the things that really stuck out with, with me was what you were saying is that God is, um, you know, sometimes have you in that space for a reason because he wants you to listen. He wants you to focus. He wants you to pay attention to what he has for you. So that's where I'm at today, um, listening. Um trying to hear what it is that God wants me to do next, because maybe I'm not supposed to go back. Maybe I'm not supposed to do this job anymore, you know, that I've been doing for 16 years. Um, so maybe it's something new. So I'm I'm in that space right now. So I thank you for everything that you said on this morning, and God bless you. Good stuff, Juanita. Thank you for thank you for sharing that um, and being as transparent as you were, because um, um, there are definitely times when God will allow certain such certain situations um, for us to experience. Not because He's being mean, not because He is being you know He's a He's an ogre and He wants to see us suffer, but sometimes we just need to be still so we can focus on Him. And so being still does does not mean you know. Um, not that anybody's doing this, but 
being still, when I say being still, I don't mean just not moving at all. I mean, being still and getting quiet um, includes quieting the external noise. Put the social media aside, turn the TV off, um, you know, uh, and, and spend some time with him um, in prayer and meditation and mindfulness like I talked about and asking him, Father, what's next? I'm telling you, he will answer, but he will not compete with the other conversations that's going on in your head. You know, if you're if you're not willing to make some time for him, I mean, think about this. If you were in a relationship and, you know, you're dating somebody and, um, you know, you, you guys are talking, you're, you're out at dinner or you're out at the movies or wherever you are, you're, you're out spending time together and all of a sudden the person pulls out their phone and starts having a conversation with somebody else or they start text message, texting people. Um, and are we here together or like, what are we doing? Cause if you, if, well, what are we doing? I, that's me. I don't, I don't want to compete with somebody's time. If we, if I took out my time to be with you, I don't want to compete with it. We made a decision. This is what we were going to do together. And so, um, and you know, that might not be an issue for some people. I'm just talking about my mom, I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. But, um, God doesn't want to compete. The Bible says that God is a very jealous God. So I, I think I talked about this before. When we get those nudges, to go and pray, like you, you feel like, man, I feel like I need to go pray. Go pray. He did. Even if that means you're at work and you got to get up from your desk and go on break for a minute, go to the roof or go to the bathroom or wherever you can go to get a quiet space, um, go and pray. And you don't have to be all loud and screaming and hiccup a sign and yell, come yell my yellow bow tie and all that kind of stuff there. And if you do need to speak in your language, you can speak under your breath and, you know, go and see what he wants. And then there are times just like a person that's dating. Oh, I want to talk to so-and-so or a married couple. I just I miss my husband right now. I miss my spouse right now. Let me send them a little love note and tell them I can't wait till they get home. though. (laughs) God wants he loves it when we spend time with him and when we spend time with him and we're authentic about it, he will he will, he, it will be reciprocated. He'll answer the questions that we have. Anybody else have anything else? Hi, yeah, I wanted to say something. Um, I wanted to say something about when you were talking about um, maybe laying down. And who, who is this? Nikisha. Oh, Nikisha. Okay. Hey, sweetie. Hi. Um, you were talking about laying down and going over scripture um, in your mind and having a reminder basically uh, throughout the day of that same scripture. And it basically reminded me of how I wear my eye watch. And there are times when you wear your eye watch, it says, hey, stop and focus, you know, on how you're going to begin your day or stop and focus on how the end of your day is. And I think it should be the same with Oh, did we lose you? That was good. Can you good. hear me? Okay, there we go. You said you 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 broke up when you said, and I think it should be the same when you were talking about your Apple Watch. You said I think it should be the yeah. same when. Yeah, yeah. Basically, with your Apple Watch, um, on a daily basis, it'll tell you, okay, so stop and think about the beginning of your day and how be mindful of how your day is going to be. Be mindful of your thoughts. Um, it does the same thing at the end of the day, and I think it should be the same way with the Word of God um, for us to be able to get a scripture, grab that, and let that be our focus um, for today. 
that was beautiful. That was a beautiful analogy. You are so right. I have an Apple Watch, and sometimes either I'll get an alert that says um, something about focus or about breathing. Because you know, you can. I didn't. I didn't say this, but you can also use breathing. Or maybe I did say that. You can also use breathing techniques, taking a deep breath and exhaling um, as a way to help you settle yourself and to focus. That was really good. Thank you for sharing that. Any Anybody else? Hey, Tan and Shell. Um, great share, great teaching, which are good teaching selves. Um, when you talked about Saul and Paul um, and how he was a persecutor, he had that real come-to-Jesus meeting. Um, on that road to Damascus. Um, and all I could just see is um, how God turned his focus from persecuting to worship and and acknowledging God. If, if we want to see what real life repentance and confession look like, that's a great example right there. So great teaching, sis, as always. Love you. That was good. He changed from persecution to worship. That was really good. That was really good. Anybody else have anything? And when I say an aha moment, I'm just talking about, you know, like this thought that you didn't have before that, that came up or, or, or um, you, you, um, you, you, it was enlightening to you. It's like, oh, man, I didn't even think about that. Or, oh, that's a good point. Um, I'm going to give you a few more minutes. If not, I'm going to get out of here and go to my, uh, I got an appointment. But if there's anybody else, I don't, I don't want to take time away from you if you, if you have something. So I'm going to open it one more time. Anybody have anything else? All right. Well, listen, this is the end of the month. It is Tuesday, August the 29th. It is my mole's birthday. It is, uh, uh, my grandson, my second eldest grandson's birthday. It is Thankful Tuesday. It is it is the day to be focused. If you haven't been focused before, today is a great day to start. And I want to invite you. Listen, you thought this teaching was good. You need to call back tomorrow. I'm telling you, the fireball that's going to share tomorrow is going to put icing on the cake. No, this was the appetizer. She's going to serve up the meal. And it is going to be phenomenal. It will be worth your time to be on the call tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. We have TNT Bible study tonight at 6 p.m. on this same number. So you can call back tonight. All you got to do is call in, say hi if you want to, and then press mute, and you can get some more words. Um, what else? I think that's it. I love y'all, and I pray that you have a great day today. Bye. See you. Happy birthday to your sons and stuff. Thank you. God bless everybody. Have a blessed day, everyone. Declare victory. Have a blessed day. And Taya, it's my daughter's birthday, too. Let's celebrate. God is good.